Welcome to Legacy Fundraising Chat, where we talk about everything legacy-related to help you as a fundraiser generate more interest amongst your supporters in legacy giving. I'm your host, Sunita Godu, founder of Persuasion and legacy marketer, providing consultancy, training, coaching, and interim legacy support to small to medium-sized charities. I'm delighted that the National Free Wills Network is sponsoring my podcast. They allow you to offer your supporters a free solicitor written will anywhere in the UK, and the charity receives full measurable results. With 15 years of experience and over 500 million raised in future income for charities, the network can help charities of all shapes and sizes launch and maximise their legacy programmes. To find out more, visit nationalfreewills.net. Hello listener, welcome to part three and the final part in the Legacy Budget series. In the first part, we looked at the steps that you can take to protect your budget. In the second part, I gave you costs that you could put into your expenditure budget. And in this one, we dive into what are the numbers that your board want to hear from you. If you haven't yet had the chance to listen to the first two parts, I suggest you have a listen to them first, and then this episode, I think, will be much more helpful to you. I've been in front of many board of trustees as a former legacy manager and a consultant to either convince the board that they should be investing in a legacy programme or to gather further expenditure on behalf of a client charity. What I absolutely know is that you cannot be the sole person flying the legacy flag. You are biased. You want to protect your budget and ultimately your job. This is where numbers matter. So is your most senior management team member supportive and championing legacies so they can present the case to the board? If not, this is the place to start. In addition to that, you need your finance director on board. You've heard me say this before. They are hugely influential as the board will turn to them for advice and a steer. If your finance director is saying that legacies is a good investment, you'll get your budget. You need evidence and that is based on knowing your numbers. So first of all, show the history of legacies you've received and the impact those legacies have had. So what have you done with those legacies? How have they been spent? Does the board know what percentage of income comes from this stream and the impact of these gifts? The second point, you need to be able to demonstrate the link between legacy marketing and legacy income. Legacies don't just come in although it might feel that way if you don't know who your legators are. The reality is they have received something from the charity that's motivated them to want to leave a legacy. Now, that may be a one-off leaflet, a telephone call or a social post or a series of messages over a number of years. You want to be able to show where your legacy inquiries and pledges have come from. Know your inquirer to pledge a conversion rate. Know this percentage. And what is the percentage of pledges that actually go on to be legators? Unfortunately, not all pledges realise into actual legacy gifts. 
So what is the average legacy value? Look back over five years. Again, that's such a powerful stat. For your legator data, look at the date of the will and the date that the gift was received. This is a number you'll absolutely want to know. This is the time frame from pleasure to actual gift received. And this is where your SME and Ford portal is hugely valuable if you subscribe to that service. I will add a link to this in the show notes if you want to find out more. So when forecasting legacy income, I always give three scenarios. So low, medium and high return investment. Put in the need to have a dedicated legacy person and that the success of the plan depends on it. But if you haven't received any legacies today, what do you do then? Use other comparable charities as your benchmark. Do the research, speak to other legacy managers from these charities. So that, my listener, is all for this episode and the Legacy Budget series. Takeaways and actions from this episode are have a meeting with your most senior fundraising team member about the future of legacy marketing in the charity and the board's commitment to investing in the programme. Know how your legacy marketing has affected legacy income or could do in the future. Know your numbers, which include the average value of a legacy gift and the conversion rates from inquirer to pledger and then pledger to legator. Well, dear listener, I'm actually now giving you the chance to be a star of the show. Drop me an email with your thoughts, feelings and review of my podcast. I've received some incredible reviews from listeners, but I actually want to hear more. So my email address is sunita at persuasion.org.uk. Listener, until the next one, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Legacy Fundraising Chat, brought to you by Persuasion, a consultancy training and coaching organisation, helping fundraisers just like you. Thank you also for everything that you do for your cause in the charity sector, making it an inspiring place to work. I'm your host, Sunita Gudu, championing your legacy fundraising efforts.